This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. How many people have had a very wonderful day? Or not very wonderful? Partially wonderful? Not wonderful at all? Whatever category, the Bible says in everything, give thanks. Maybe somebody annoyed you in the office today. One of the things that you must never lose is your peace. (laughs) Hallelujah. This is why when there is an agitation, when there is tension, when you are tensed, get away somewhere and pray. There was something we were talking about on Sunday. If you allow tension, if you allow conflicts, if you allow, if you are not settled, then it becomes very difficult to hear the voice of God. The psalmist said that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside still water. He restores my soul. See, that restoration of your soul, your soul being quiet, your soul being okay, your soul being still, is necessary for your soul to understand God's plan. A soul that is not still cannot receive from the Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells in your spirit. And it cannot communicate to you if your soul is not still. It leads him beside the still water. In other words, it takes you beside the still water so that you can learn. As the water is still, so should your soul be still. That's why Psalm 46, I think verse 10, it says that be still and know that I am God. In other words, be still and know God's plan for your life. Are you with me? You can have your seats. Unfortunately, iPad, low pad, phone, iPhone, low phone, (laughs) TV, everything is designed to cause your soul to be steered at all times and your mind to be very, very busy. You know, a lot of Christians don't know that things that are around us are to distract us. Hallelujah. (laughs) Maybe I should share briefly. There are three important aspects of prayer. Or three things about prayer. If you want to write. Just three observations. That you should pay attention to. Let me say number one. That will make your spiritual life. Very powerful and robust. That you should know. Is the fact that prayers that are initiated by the Holy Spirit are more important than the ones you draw up by yourself. When the Spirit nudges you or tells you, daughter, son, pray now. What you will receive if you yield, seven days of dry fasting can give it to you. The way to walk in power in New Testament 
is not to starve your stomach to death, is to learn to yield to the Holy Spirit. You might be driving, you might be watching TV, and all of a sudden the Spirit says, Son, shall we pray? That is the one that is often neglected by many people. If you respond, there is something that is going to happen that moment that cannot happen any other way. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because the Holy Spirit is that person of Trinity that actually responds on behalf of the Father. It is true that the Father does not leave his throne. When he wants to do something, it is his Holy Spirit that does it. That's why it's called the third person of Trinity. From time to time, the Spirit is ready. But many times believers are not ready. So when they too they are ready, the Spirit is not ready. At the end of the month, I'm going to fast. It's okay, it's good to have prayer schedules. It's scriptural. But don't miss opportunities where the Spirit tells you. It happens. And the second thing I will say, we help you understand the first one. Or we, help, we position you to take advantage of the first one. I want to say to everybody tonight, spend a lot of time every day praying in tongues. You see, <laughs> human language is too limited. In 1 Corinthians 13, I said, do I speak in tongues of men and of angels? There are different kinds of tongues. Now, there is a speaking in tongues that is just a spiritual language, a deep communication between you and, your, and the Father. There are times you speak in tongues and you are speaking another language, like German or whatever. But then there are times you speak in tongues and you are speaking angelic language. When it is angelic language, you are actually ordering angels and giving charge to them. And you know what? You can pray in tongues to the point that you start knowing which one is going on. You might know that you just spoke in German now. And you can also know that this is an angelic tongue. I just said something to angels now. And then you can know that this is a deep communication. This is just prayer going on between me and the Father. They happen, the more you pray in tongues, the more you'll be able to understand all these things. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbors, spend time to pray in the Spirit. Did you get that? Hallelujah. You are driving. You are walking on the streets. Pray in the language of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Did you hear that? Another one is this. There are two parts. The first part is very easy. Even though that is difficult for some people. When you want to... So let's read Habakkuk chapter 2. I want to show you something. The concern of a lot of Christians is that how do I hear from God? So if you look at chapter 1, the guy prayed. Even though most of his prayer was just complaining. Oh Lord, this one, that one, this one, that one. But then he did what many Christians don't do. There is no subject matter about your life that the Lord considers unnecessary. God is kind. Maybe you want to talk to God about your stature. You think that God doesn't care. That's not God. He cares about everything. 
If it takes his time to be numbering the hair on your head, what else won't you care about? Why is he numbering your hair? Jesus said that every hair on your head is numbered. So if he can number your hair and be counting them, how many hair do you have? You don't have an idea. Including the Brazilian hair you are with. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he knows the number of your the hair of your head plus the wig that is attached to the hair. <laughs> Hallelujah. So God knows the number of the wig. Say so your hair is 6,022. The wig is 8,036. Hallelujah. The Lord knows. <laughs> so certainly he cares about your toes. Certainly he cares about every part of your body. Then he cares about things bothering you. But there is a way to receive. So now, when the guy finished complaining, then he said, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower. I will watch. How many of you remember on Sunday I, stopped, I spoke about watching? You remember? And I said something very strong. Many of you, your mind has never kept quiet for your heart to tell you something about yourself. Your heart is your spirit. Your only spirit. The only spirit dwells in your spirit. But your mind is too noisy. Ah! In the place of deep prayer, this is the most difficult aspect. I'm going to show you in a while the difference between silence and stillness. There are two different things. That stillness is the most difficult thing for mortal man to do. And it is what you need to get rid of for the spirit of God to begin to manifest and start telling you things. Hallelujah. So I will watch to see what he will say to me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. He was even ready to be corrected. Now, verse 2. And the Bible says, And the Lord answered me. In other words, there is a posture that when you take, the Lord will answer you. Although you cannot say how fast, but when you take that posture, there is a guarantee that from time to time, the Lord will come to you or from inside the where the Holy Spirit dwells, it will tell you things. So the guy said, I'm going to posture myself on my watch. I will stand and I will watch to see what he will say to me. And as soon as he assumed that posture, then the Lord answered him. In other words, if he did not assume that posture, the Lord would have answered him and he wouldn't have heard. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Did you hear what I've just said now? You see, this is why it is necessary to learn. Even if you are naturally not a quiet person, learn a time, learn to choose a time every day to be quiet. Now, I said two things. The guy removed himself from everybody. He said, I will set myself and I'm going to watch to see what he will say and God answered him. That process involves two things. Quietness. Silence. Which is the easier part? What does that mean? When you say, I want to pray and you switch off your phone and put it somewhere and switch off your TV and move away from everybody, you are practicing silence. It is what you have control over. It is very easy. Even though it's difficult for some people. They are praying. The TV is on. The phone is on. Periodically, they are calling somebody. What? The phone is ringing. Talk about, no, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. I'll call you after praying. 
and put it back. <laughs> Even the angel watching over will just be like, this one, you are not serious. If you are married to your gadget, you have a serious problem that you need to solve. You can't drop your phone to pray. As you are praying, you are still searching through your phone. You are studying the word of God and you are responding to WhatsApp messages. But you will not do that before the presidents of this world. But the problem is not, it's not even that God is angry. You are putting yourself in a position that makes it difficult to hear anything. No wonder you walk through life and you are coming that you have never heard the voice of God before. He has spoken to you many times. You were in a wrong position. Like they are playing a, a football match on DSCV and you are watching African Magic. Yoruba. The match goes on. And they are not going to they are going, they are not going to wait for you. When they say the kickoff time is 8 o'clock, they start. But that 8 o'clock, they are doing one Yoruba drama. That's what you are watching. By the time you tune in, they finish the match. Did you get what I've just said now? There is a tuning. And the first part of it is silence. Remove all distractions when you want to pray. Now, there are different types of prayer. There is a way you pray, though, because you are in the office and you are typing computer and you are doing things and you are praying. God understands. But also find another time, maybe in the night, that this time around, you put your phone on silent and keep it somewhere. Then nobody's with you. And if you are sharing the room with somebody, cover your face, sit down alone. This time around, you have no time for anybody. It's just you and God. Where your TV is off, radio off, everything off, maximum attention. Then you are beginning to position yourself. Now that's first part. Then there come that first part should lead to the second part, which is more difficult. And that is to get this soul to be quiet. You see, I can take away my phone, take away all music, take away everything. Yet my mind is still loud. How many of you understand what I'm saying? As you close your eyes, pray, yet your mind is thinking about 1,001 things. It goes round. Then you remember what somebody said during the day. Then you remember that tomorrow morning, you have to leave us very early. Then you remember this one. Then you remember that. Then I told somebody that. In, uh, was it uh, August now or July? When I was in America, I said, I was there for about two weeks. I said, I suffer. So it was supposed to be a period, but I wanted to, I was supposed to have a few meetings and then just to rest a little, but instead of resting, it was suffering. All HOD members, and I've told us, I'm not doing this again. All the members of the church started calling. And you know how big America is. For instance, many of you have been there before, but for those who have not, can you imagine from New York, where I was, to California, you fly for six hours. That is like going from here to London, inside one country. So I want to tell somebody, about that you don't know what I'm going through. Many of the, and I was in six states in about 11 days, six states, so almost every two days. And the problem was that most of the time I was going to the airport 4 a.m. in the morning. That country is, if you get to the airport at 4 a.m., you see people everywhere. We are on a queue, removing shoes, 4 a.m. One day, a person man called me, and I said, I'm not in Nigeria. Do you know what time it is here? He said, wow, I think it was 10 o'clock Nigerian time. No, 9 o'clock Nigerian time. I said, this is, 
We are seven hours. I was telling you, then, ten or eight hours behind. I said, this is 2 a.m. You are calling me. I said, you are awake. I said, I'm awake. I said, because I have to pack my load. Now, by four, I have to be at the airport. And I was like, wow. So many of the times, even the day I was not flying, no time to really enjoy it because I kept checking mails. Because at the time, they would change the flights. And your mind will be on, I have to wake up early. I have to pack my load. I have to do this one. See, this mind is powerful. Have you ever wondered that mad people don't fall sick? <laughs> the insanity is a state of mind that has affected his mind. He's going to walk around town till he dies. You won't see mad people saying that, Shemo, you know, I get it. They, they don't have a dick. And sometimes when you go to asylum, you just see them. It, when they are, they just sit down there. The reason, the mind. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me tell you how powerful your mind can be. You are traveled around, you are so tired, you've had a long day, and you are about to sleep. And all of a sudden, you are aware that there is a serpent under the bed. I'm sure you just say, I don't care, let me just sleep, I'm too tired. <laughs> if you have just one child and is sick to the point of death, as about just mentioned to that your son is at the hospital. When you get to the hospital, your eyes will clear. There is a there is a kind of energy that you are not conscious of the fact that you are tired anymore. Why there is an information given to your mind that something is happening to somebody you love, so life will come back. It means that there is a connection between the state of your mind and your body. This is probably this is why some people can jump this building when there is danger. <laughs> Hallelujah. A friend carried or somebody carried a man, gave him lifts, and they got to somewhere and armed robbers double crossed them. They were robbing the car before them. The person who gave lift to open the door and fled. The other man sat there. Later they found that the robbers were robbing elsewhere and they went away. So about five minutes after, I started coming back. <laughs> so when they opened the door, they looked down and gave him. Now you didn't even care about me. <laughs> you know, the survival instinct of some people is serious. God forbid, they hear gunshot here. Now some people will jump this roof to the other side. That strength, that adrenaline will come. Boom, they are gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. The difficult aspects is to get your mind to keep quiet. As soon as you've taken away all distractions, you can even switch up the lights. Light does not affect mind. <laughs> it's still thinking about many things. But you know what? If you linger there a little longer, after a while, your mind will have no choice but to keep quiet. Sometimes, worship can help. Certainly, praying in tongues can help. You pray in tongues and you worship to a point that your mind shuts up his mouth. And when that happens, you are ready to receive from the voice of the Holy Spirit through your spirit. You don't get what I've just said. How often can we do this every now and then? See, every matter should be taken to God in the place of prayer. Now, when we talk about God speaking to you, there are different types of communication. The Lord can speak to you. Or the Lord can put an impression that is very strong. One is not greater than the other. If you are praying about who to marry, for instance, now, 
and from within there is a vibe that is not too good the spirit of god is telling that there is a problem with that person you are dating now listen to me very well there might not even be a problem with the person the spirit is just saying that that is not the person for you if a good man marries a good woman and they are not meant for each other they will still have issues did you get what i've just said praise the lord because they are where they are not supposed to be this is how we pray about jobs do you want a time when you don't actually need prophets say god sent anyone to you that you can always at all times know what god is saying at least about your life what you should do and what you shouldn't do follow this pattern regularly and sitting above it is when you the more you pray in turn the easier it is for you to practice all these things sometimes you just sense from within that we draw from everybody and go and sit down alone and start praying and the spirit begins to discuss with you sometime next 10 years where you will be when the Holy spirit tells you that two things will declare number one you know that in the next 10 years no death is coming for you no matter danger just like i can't die because the lord has told me that in 2033 there's something i'm supposed to do hallelujah this is where boldness and confidence they come from in life now you begin to understand that we just don't joke playing worship in the house sometimes they help you when you play worship this is why also you should begin to resist anything that is trying to swallow your time that you are busy 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 too busy to connect to your eternal source man is a spirit hallelujah you see i love movies but i was telling pastor pastor billy is probably the one who knows all movies if he wants to know about anything as pastor billy he doesn't look it on stage when i was here I, we learned that all medical students were like that because their life was very boring treating patients coming back to the room reading reading for so all of them in UCH, teaching hospital, even in Lutz, medical students watch film more than any other people. It's amazing. You would think they should be more busy. They are more busy, but they watch films a lot. As you see, Pastor David, there is no new movie he doesn't know. As Pastor, he will tell you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it's inside the plane I watch new movies. One, once I, I'm inside the most time, the first two hours I'm praying. After that, then the journey looks too long. Then I'm wondering, what can I do to while away time? Because I hate the idea of just sitting down up there. Now, if you are taking Delta to America, that's 11, 11 hours, 49 minutes or so. Just on one spot. So, I discovered, like, I watched Wakanda. They were talking about it. It didn't interest me. But when I saw inside the place, okay, let me watch this thing finally. Amen. <laughs> I don't go at the beginning of the lockdown i saw one chinese uh, uh, soap that was all maybe one hour per day and after that i stopped maybe it took me like one week i'm not saying it's wrong to warm me but you must begin to understand that energy is neither created nor destroyed everybody has 24 hours and that 24 hours there are many things chopping out of that time it's like giving all of you 20 million Somebody decides to only buy a few things and keep them. Somebody is buying everything after while the money finishes. Don't let things eat your hours. Invest spiritually. What do you watch when you have break? 
30 minutes break in the office. There is comedy. All those short short skits are all over Facebook. You open your Facebook, they are there. There are blogs, conspiracy, different things, news. All of them are trying to eat that 24 hours. But there are messages also. Which one will you go for? Remember, the Bible says if you sow to the flesh, you will of the flesh reap corruption. So just understand that for every action you take every day, you are sowing. And whatever a man sows, it will reap. How much time have you invested into spiritual things to understand God's plan for your life? Whether you are an engineer or you are a doctor, there is a time that you should sow every day into your spiritual life. This is the beauty of playing, praying in tongues. You are inside the car waiting for somebody. Instead of just letting your mind meander around, why, why don't you start praying in the language of the Holy Spirit? The Lord might just tell you something at that moment. What about if you try to sleep but you can't sleep? Why don't you sit back on your bed and begin to pray? I can guarantee you, once your heart is in that prayer, sleep will come. When Satan is keeping you from something, and instead of you to get angry, you convert that time, he will remove his hand. I've told you before. I started doing this one from when I was in secondary school, maybe secondary school, maybe university. Once I go to an office with somebody and they are keeping us at reception for too long, I will either just start praying or start opening the Bible, not so that they can come out. I will just start investing that time. Once my heart enters that Bible, the person comes out, so yeah, I let them come in. Because Satan hates you studying the word. So you can also play tricks with him. One day I think I was somewhere and they were delaying us and I said that, let me try something. What about if I sing 100 praise songs to God? Before 11th song, they called us. He must have told that demon keeping them. Are you crazy? He's praising God. No, 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 no I don't want to hear that. So, are you, have you heard me tonight? Hallelujah. This is a very short teaching, but I want everybody, I decided to come tonight in a way that you can practice what I've just said. Jesus Christ is in heaven, but the Holy Ghost is here under the authority of Jesus. And Jesus said he will guide you into all truths. It will show you things to come. John 16 and John 14. Jesus spoke about Holy Ghost. Let's read John 16, 7. I will close with that. He said, it's a spirit that I go. If I don't go, the Holy Spirit will not come. John 16, 7. He said, but when he comes, and he has come, and we can take advantage. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is a spirit for you. It is good for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Next verse. And when he's come, he will reprove the Go to verse 10. 11. Of judgment, because the priest of this one is John 12. I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Next verse. I'll be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come. It will guide you into all truth. There is a truth about your job. There is a truth about your family. Why are some patterns repeating themselves? Why is that there is nobody 
extremely successful. Why do people die young in a particular family? There is a truth behind everything you see. And the Bible says, it will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself. Whatever he shall hear, that he shall speak. He will, I love this part. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. He will show you things to come. Brother, you can see how banking will be in the next 10 years. You can see what is going to happen to properties in Nigeria in the next 15 years. I love using property as an example. If our parents knew that property would become what it has become, many of them would have invested more. The former venue of the church on Tony Street, Baba, he still called me last week, Baba is 90 now. Baba said he bought that land about 45 years ago. The old of Tony was a forest that time. The old of Tony. No cat, nothing. No poly, the old of Tony. They sold it to maybe 50,000 or so. That land. How many acres? Yes. I was told of a man who did contract for the government and they were pushing him here and there. After when they couldn't pay him, they gave him, I think, maybe 200 acres in Lekki Aja. That time it was, you know, life is in faces. There was a time the big boys in Lagos were living in Allen. If you say you were living in Allen Avenue, there was a time it was first stack. When you mention those in the cell outside, you go to Ibadrabeot and say, from first stack. <laughs> Nobody knew Jack about Lekki that time. Lekki what? Victoria Island from where? Just first stack, Allen Avenue, later Surulere. I remember when I was going on, there was one of our ladies staying in Area Carrier Estates. I don't know where that place is, like one, it's all aside. And that estate was so precious to her at that time. <laughs> so one day, I was going to name a child, so I passed through that place and I saw Area Carrier Estates. Oh, sorry. There are people watching also stay. So Area Carrier Estates is a very beautiful estate. And <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, <laughs> let me not get into trouble. No, no, really, because as a preacher, people can pick on little. I, I don't mean is not a beautiful place, and the person stuck about it then. When I passed, I was wondering. Maybe that time it was. Um, I believe it's still beautiful. So, <laughs> so, so. <laughs> are you are you with me? Honestly, I hate to offend people, so I don't like. So it might be. Are you are you with me? Nobody thought. Now, when people were living on Allen, when they were shining in Allen, if somebody else just had on Drake and he moved to Lekki, he would have bought acres. Because there was nobody there. Nobody wanted to go. It will show you things to come. I will close with this story. When I was courting with a friend before I got married, when I first came to start HOD in Lagos, and I grew up in Abed and I went to University of Ibadan, so... I never had anything to do with Lagos all my life. From UI, we came a few times just to see Pastor Bimbo. My uncle there was the Speaker of Lagos State Assembly. I once came to see him. He was staying in MKO Garden then. And by 6 p.m., I said I was going back to Ibadan. The wife asked me that. I thought we were staying overnight. That's my mother, mother's immediate younger brother. And I said, the Minister for Senator Mamba. I said, no, 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 no. And the wife asked me that. You don't. I said, I said I'm going back to Ibadan. Because I hated Lagos. Every time we came with our fellowship bus to Lagos, I would complain all through. Because in my season, I built no traffic. And no more, no bus. I don't know if I've been to Abel before. 
you stop a taxi, they carry you to where you are going. No bus stop. The bus stop is where you want it to be. What? I mean, so, so even if, if you are in America, you don't have a car, it's not too much of a problem. You come out of your house, you wave down a taxi. And it's not like Lagos taxi that they carry you only. No, they carry four people. You wave down a taxi. So where are you going to mention the place? When you get to the place, driver, stop here. But when I came to Lagos, I say, oh, bus stop, everybody come down. Uh, are we all going to the same place? <laughs> so when I was in school, each time we came, I wasn't just used to it. One day we went beggar for three or four hours. I said the longest distance between one end of Abeokuta, when I was going to the other end, 25 minutes or 15, you get there, from one end to another. You just go. So three hours on one spot. So I told my friend, what are you all doing in this city? A pastor brought a white preacher. They were in traffic to the beginning of the message. They both came down from the jeep and took Okada. <laughs> I don't want to mention it. a big pastor in this Lagos. The pastor came down from Okada with umbrella. It was raining with umbrella with the white man. They had passed his security man. He didn't even greet it. He never expected it. So it was something just to caught him there. So he turned back. He said, "Now get past." <laughs> They told the driver that when you are free, come and meet us in church. The driver came after service. And the wife, my love, when he stood on stage, he said, Ah, he said, they said there are seven wonders of the world. I saw the eight. He said, Okada Riders of Lagos. Because the way they were entering. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, they didn't know. So that time I was in Anthony. And the landlady landlady of the house beside us we got close and knelt down and so we were talking so she was trying to tell me that young man ah, let God guide you in life oh. and she told me a story till today I, 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 every, from time to time I meditate on that story she said ministry of finance or whatever ministry she was when IBB started Abuja when they moved from Dodan Barracks to start Asurong he said they sent a letter to me in my office that our office will be moving to Abuja and I was to move. Ah! He said, I fought it with everything in me. You know what they did? He said, they promised me lands. They promised me not a house to rent. They said they would give me a house. They doubled my salary and asked me to go. He said, I used all the long leg I had to get people to say no. So they collected a letter from her and gave another staff who had nobody to defend her. She too was not happy. Abuja, you know the name is now that you know Abuja. Why was Abuja 30 years old? She was angry, but that one had nobody to use long leg for her. So she went. He said today, she's a billionaire. She got there with us. She was just buying land and land, which they were selling so cheaply. She said today, I said, thank God I have one house. He said, but I depend on my child. I have nothing. That friend is 100 times ahead of me now. He said, mind what to fight. It might be that you are fighting God. Let's rise. I learned a lot from that woman. I said, wow. You see, what the Bible said that it will show you things to come. If she had prayed, it would have gone into a point. She would have felt that daughter. Usually you can. That's why it's important to pray in tongues. When you pray, you understand. Your prayer will be that, Lord, I resist. I bind. I stop them from moving me. Then you come and see pastor. They want to move me. I don't want to go. Then you are pacing up and down your room. 
in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, they will not move me. I'm like a mountain that cannot be moved. Mount Zion. And you are saying you will not move. But if you switch over to the Spirit, the Spirit of God will say, Son, I understand your pain, but I am in it. There will just be this peace that go, go, and the Lord will give you a word from the Bible that go. Then you, it might still not please your flesh, but then you receive a word from God. So you take a step and you move, only to get to Abuja and discover that God planned this for you all along. When you say, Lord, multiply me, Lord, we are blessed in Christ, but I'm not saying it. I'm broke. When believers begin to pray like that, because Jesus is so concerned about you, he begins to organize plan, but his plan can only be understood by his spirit. So the greatest interpreter is the Holy Ghost. Remember, we started by talking about interpreters. It's not a prophet. So every Christian can receive interpretation when you yield to the Holy Spirit. It tells you the meaning of what is going on. And because it guides you into all truth, there is a truth about what is going on. Are they persecuting your office? There is a truth behind what you are saying, everything you are saying. There is a truth behind the state of your bank account. There is a truth. Why this sickness keeps coming and going, there is a truth behind it. If somebody has desire to marry, seven years have come and gone, you are still not married. There is a truth behind it. They might pray for singles. Some will share testimony, but not you. You know, if you go this way, you will not bother yourself about many things. I told them in church and it shocked them. I have never fallen under the anointing before. In second, I go up and get very early in life. My secondary school, I will stand and people, 200 people will fall under the anointing. And me, I never. Me, that was making them fall in that sense. But the spirit, never. So one day, a very anointed man of God came to our school. And I told my friend, you know, I've never experienced falling under that. I said, I'm concerned. I thought I had the spirit in me. What's going on? He said, but you are praying for that. I said, but me, I want to fall. So I stood before the man. He just did like this. Four fell, four fell. I stood. I said, now I have a problem. If you have seen Jesus in glory before, Egan had seen that anger once. The Lord told him that, I give you a special anointing. When you want to pray for the sick, put one hand before and one hand behind. He said there is a fire in your hand. When you feel the fire jumping from hand to hand, there is a demon presence. If you don't feel the fire, it's just ordinary sickness. There is no demon. Call the sickness out. He said, just pray in the name of God. He said, but if you see the fire jump, once you put your hand before and behind the person, and you feel like fire jumping to and fro, a demon is said, call the demon out and they will leave. So again, called a man out who had been so stiff. And Jesus said that if there is no demon, they shall be healed. When you want to sin to them, you have to be very careful. The Lord doesn't joke with his words. So Jesus, so again, prayed for this man. And he said, now, see if you can bend down. And the man tried, couldn't bend down. Then he prayed again, said, see if you can bend down. And the whole church was watching, so he told the man to go and sit down. So the man went to say, as the man was going, the Lord just appeared on the stage and said, I told you to put one hand behind and one that if there is no demon present, pray for them in my name and they shall be healed. He said, Lord, I just did that. Everybody saw me. He said, but the man is not healed. Jesus just repeated, and the Lord is like that. He doesn't talk much. He repeated the same thing. I told you. He said, the voice was getting louder. Put one hand before, one hand behind, and they shall be healed. 
He said, Lord, in the presence of all the people who saw it, I did what you asked me to do. And he was not healed. He said, by the time the Lord was speaking to her, he said he saw fire in his eyes. And he said, I told you. And I said, they shall be healed. And the Lord vanished. Then his spiritual sense came back. You know the problem? When he said, see if you can bend down. It's a statement of doubt. Is Jesus told you that they shall be healed. Never use if. Man, bend down. Again, called him. I said, come back, come back, come back. He put his hand put his hand in the name of Jesus. He said, now, bend down. The man bent down. The whole church went. You see, small things like that in the school of the Spirit can cost you. So the Lord has to train you. I learned something from there. If I ever pray and there's no answer, problem is never with God. It's not with the world. There's something I am not getting. That's why we are all students forever. We must keep learning. It shocked again. Just a simple statement. See if you can bend down. And the Lord told him that day, doubt will rob people of my power. When I tell you something will happen, act as if it is certain. Not if. You just give Satan an opportunity by using if. And he will take advantage of it. Did you remember speak to the rock and he smote the rock? As a result of that, no promised land for him. The Lord doesn't joke with things like that. Instructions. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Balaam, don't go. I will go. Okay, go. <laughs> he asked God, he thought, Lord, should I go? I said, go. When you bombard God too much, you can hear what you should not hear. He has told you, I don't want to with that girl or that guy. You keep praying. One day you will pray true. <laughs> and you will hear that, no problem. I want to go to Canada. Oh, Father. Canada, Canada, Canada. Da, 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 da. And then, daughter, after four years, I'm sending you to UK. Canada is not my plan for you. Oh, Lord, Canada, Canada. After I go, we say, Canada. I know the beautiful thing about the Lord. He's just watching you. He's going to help you eventually, but you will suffer. Once you walk away from the path he has chosen, he is not the one punishing you. That path protects you from the wicked ones. And when you walk away from you, you get into trouble. Some people think that when they disobey God, it's God that is punishing you. God, you know, it's not God punishing you. It's will for your life. It's what protects you in this world. When you so only to walk out of it, you get into trouble. Did you get what I've just said? Yeah. When they tell you to wear gloves before touching certain wires, it's not Nepa punishing you if you don't wear it. <laughs> but you understand. I saw a video of one guy that climbed wire and fell from there down. So it is true. Hallelujah. Let's have the communion and let's just close. Just have very quickly. You know, Paul ended the scripture with the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, 2 Corinthians 13, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Grace belongs to Jesus. He has brought grace and truth. Bible said the Lord came to most true Moses, but grace and reality. When it comes to the Father, the love is of God, the love of God. But the Holy Spirit is the one that will fellowship because it's the one working on that today. Hallelujah. As we take this communion today,
Jesus said, you show the Lord's tell till he comes. And we take this in the name of Jesus Christ. We sanctify every bread. And we call it the body of Jesus. And then the wine. The blood of Jesus Christ. I heard there is a teaching now that we should not take communion well. Everybody is free to believe whatever they believe. Nowadays, I don't talk about what people believe. It's okay for anybody to believe. I believe communion. Jesus explicitly said that do this as often as possible in remembrance of me. The night he was crucified, he took bread. Now, Apostle Paul came and he told them in the church. He said in order some of the excesses about communion, but he told them to take it. And here comes some people and say we should not take communion. Well, I don't know what they have seen, and I don't argue with them, but I believe in this. And in the name of Jesus Christ, as we partake of this tonight, we show the Lord's death till he comes. That means we demonstrate the fact that the Lord is the Lord of our life, Lord of our body, Lord of our soul, and Lord of our spirit. Every infirmity disappears right now. In the name of Jesus. Because we are showing the victory of our Lord over death, over sickness, over disease. Victory of our Lord over demonic oppressions. We are bought by the blood. And in the name of Jesus, as we take the blood again, we are firm one more time. We have been set free. And we remain free. We have been healed. And we remain healed. We have been forgiven. And we remain forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ. There is no cause, no nothing against us. We are blessed people. We are Abraham's seeds. By his stripes we are healed. Take the communion. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We worship you. We honor you. Hallelujah to your name. Just give him praise wherever you are. And we talk about the sacrifice of our lips on Sunday. Talking about the Holy Spirit also. Please lift up your hands and just give God thanks. I've told you for one day, he said to me, whatever you do, do it passionately. If you pray, pray passionately. If you study the word, study passionately. If you are lifting up your hands to praise God, let praise proceed from your mouth. Oh, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I give you thanks. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for the life that I have, eternal life. That which is in the Father is in me. Blessed be your name. I am of God. I'm not of this world. I'm of God. I'm of God. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. My former life has been, I have, I have just one life and it's the life of Jesus. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Who loved me and gave himself for me. Glory to God. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. As he is, so am I in this world, sanctified, purified by the blood of the Lamb. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus Christ, I live the life of Christ on earth. I bless your name, Father. Blessed be your name. Somebody praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hello, thank you for watching us. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to employ you now to give your heart to Christ and by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously, he has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you.
I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now and I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.